Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to episode 256 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my... Mm, I don't know, man. Like, what, I, this, this is kind of a hard one this week. Uh, you can go old school. You can go old school and just call me the fucking Hollywood homeboy, dude. It's been a while. And it's really what it, that's where it all began. That's who that's I true. am. I've that's embraced true. it at this point. That's true. That's true. But we're back, man. Uh, there's no snow in the past week, right? No freak uh, storms of any <laughs> sort, right? We're good. Yeah, it's, it's been sunny. Damn, man. Too sunny. Does that mean like life is kind of good? Is that what's going on right now? The truck's in the shop, so... Ooh, okay, not okay. Good. Okay, you not know? good, not good. All right, all right, all right. But you know what, man? We normally do our fucking big introduction here, everything, whatever, whatever. I want to kind of get into this because we do have a special guest. So let's hit that intro and let's get to this fucking movie. That's a shitload of zombie tapes. I am semi ashamed of myself, but I can't help it. I have a compulsion. But as you saw in that intro, we are covering the Polonia Brothers Bad Magic, and we have a very special guest from the Laser Graves podcast, and right. that is Mr. E.K. Wimmer. Oliver Peck himself. There, there he is, guys. All the way what's going on man we finally have you on again uh we've been talking about doing bad magic for a long time i can't believe it we got you here live via satellite uh from the laser graves <laughs> headquarters what's up dude how you doing doing good man this is a long time coming i didn't think we'd actually ever do it so i mean pretty no happy. of course of course we wanted you on this podcast again what since the last time we ask you every yeah. every week come on, come on man come on man just come on just come on and uh, we weren't sure if we would be able to get you on now that we're doing uh you know the live video and all that stuff but you said fuck it man we're going live yeah. right we're gonna do well, it i mean if we're gonna do a polonia movie even if it's not my favorite we can't do it without our, our our brother in in Polonia, yeah, you know, fucking E.K. Wimmer, fucking keg stand himself. Well, <laughs> do and, and the best thing about having him on is the dude always comes in costume. Yes, can, can you fucking? Yeah. I mean, the dude fucking puts the effort in. I love it. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. very impressed. Very impressed. Yeah, I feel like uh, when Polonia is said on Bad Taste Video, it's like a bat signal, but it's a Polonia <laughs> signal, and then I have to answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you done every Polonia movie that we've covered with us? 
I can't uh, remember uh, Feeders Two. Feeders yeah, Two is the only one. The, yeah, there, I didn't do the first one. That was the first one, one that we two. that I covered with you as well. So, so I love. Yeah. We'll have Alan to revisit Kane's, that. Uh, comment here laser taste podcast yeah that's exactly what goes on yeah. when this fucking crossover happens i like that name bad bad grave sounds like a like a band bad that sounds yeah, like some like sort a, of like it's indie a bad band. misfits cover band is what the Ooh. Is. <laughs> oh my god yeah like like michael graves era misfits yeah, oh, yeah. yeah all right so yeah. one thing i gotta say is like there are a few michael graves era misfit songs that oh, are we're good. gonna get into this now. yeah 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 <laughs> Um, but, but there is no way you could say that that era is better than that, like original lineup with fucking Danzig. Uh, and I know Danzig's corny to a lot of people. He's corny to us too, but, but you grow I up. Love Danzig. I yeah. You fuck. still love him. You don't give a fuck, but yeah. there's like no comparison when it comes to just like the mystique of the band and all that shit and like the time and the place. And you don't realize how long ago that was. Right? Like Earth AD was what, 82, 83? Like, that's a long fucking time ago now. It's insane. And there's just no comparison. I I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, Graves is just a, a, a kind of like a wimpy kind of dude, too. Like, I don't feel like he just like fits the the motif of like, I'm not a big Misfits guy, but I'm a Danzig fan. You know, yeah. I love all fucking well, solo Danzig stuff. Well, like towards the just, end, it's odd. Like the Earth AD era, like they started getting more like closer to a hardcore band. Like the way that the songs were, like at least at the time, like they were going in that direction. It was like a like almost like a tough guy band at that point. You know, you had Doyle who was yeah. all fucking <laughs> jacked up. You had Danzig who was all jacked up. I'm pretty Doyle. sure Jerry only was pretty jacked at the time. Also, that's what I'm saying too, though. Like Graves just seemed like small. Like right? he was, he just... his, well, his voice was good. I feel like it fit for the time and like the type of music that they were playing at that point, but there's just no comparison to the stage presence and, just like the fact, I don't know if it's because we all kind of got it after the fact, like we weren't old enough to experience it in 1983 while it was coming out. Um, maybe it's like that whole mystique of shit that you weren't around for. So, of course, you well, hold I mean, it in a little bit. EK, you, you were old enough, right? You, you remember that. <laughs> I, was already, I was already out of, I was out of college in that point. Yeah. Sam Hain is criminally underrated and Earth AD definitely paved some of the way for hardcore. Dude, Sam Hain is fucking awesome. Uh, November Coming yeah. Fire is a fucking awesome album. Uh, Sam Hain is the evolution to me of the Misfits. Like that is obviously what he was looking at doing after the fact. And you could hear it like with Initium and all that shit. Like, and you hear the sound getting more and more, what, like death rockish, right? Like more of that type, like goth sound at that point. He was really into his book collection and stuff. <laughs> but that's some fucking, that's some crazy shit, man. I, I just, I, I gotta say, uh, I got, uh, dude, Kyrie Gore. I'm glad you did end up making it tonight because yeah. I was going to be so disappointed. For one, that you weren't going to be in the chat, fucking hitting us with these great comments. But two, that I couldn't congratulate you on your wrestling promotion, AEW, finally getting a real wrestler back in the ranks. Your boy, fucking CM Punk, coming back. <laughs> I, I knew how happy you were about this, and I just wanted to be like, dude, we, we did it. Our boy is back, dude. So, so congratulations <laughs> to you, my friend. Oh man, the Pepsi Warrior is back. 
Sheesh. the Pepsi warrior. <laughs> See, like that's one of those things, man, that like if you are a wrestler, don't ever go to the UFC. Don't ever do it. Oh, you're because gonna, yeah, the second you're you get your, your ass yeah. beat, like I law I know it's it's scripted. I know like they're not actually <laughs> like well they're beating the fuck out of each other, but they're not intending to actually hurt each other and stuff. I know There's that. We all know level that level of credibility that has to be maintained. I wanna at least I I just wanna just give me something to believe <laughs> is true. That you're like a legitimate tough guy. You okay. know what I mean? So like I, just give me something. You just can't you just can't lose the way that CM Punk lost in the ufc he got beat man he got like it was quick (laughs) anthony and i were so disappointed he called it he knew it was gonna happen he's like absolutely not but like oh man what a what like i i'm so glad rick rude didn't say hey i'm gonna go get into fucking jujitsu and all that shit like (laughs) thank fucking god he was just getting into bar fights and arm wrestling like oh uh you know what i i I don't want to get too into the weeds with this because we have a very special occasion and that's a Polonia brothers movie. Um, Would you say this is like a later Polonia brothers movie, 1998, or would you say this is like kind of the sweet spot of uh, their, their catalog scheme, right? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, see, cause like he's still, Mark's still putting out movies. Um, They're not, you know, the same as something as like splatter farm and stuff. And that's because every, nothing is ever going to come close to that um, period of time. There's a magic that comes with twins. And I feel like if any, any situation where one of them is lost and they're in a creative project and and it's probably even true. I think with like people who like are just really close, like spouses or something like that, um, that are in those kind of projects. When you lose one, you're going to lose a little bit of that, that magic i think you know and not to say that mark stuff now isn't creative and great or whatever but it's it's not what i love it's not you know? it's not even, the same i mean i like feeders three is, i liked i thought feeders three was good but <laughs> <laughs> i'm also a fucking yeah. moron so <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a rough yeah. one I'm not gonna lie. i don't know i'd say in the grand scheme of the polonia filmography what we're talking about today is really at the kind of golden era because even though their early stuff got all the attention and it's really fun, we're right between Feeders 2 and House That Screams. So this is really kind of the era that they hit their stride and and kind of found their voice in the best way. Because when I think about classic Polonia films, apart from Splatter Farm at the beginning, I really do think of this era. This is when they were putting out some of their best stuff was right oh, at yeah. this you got Blood Red Planet and all that. You know, yeah. uh, what Terror House is another one that was around this time. Now, I mean, Terror House is a little earlier still. I feel like... It, no, Terror House isn't. Yeah, no, it comes after this. Yeah, like, for me, I feel like the earlier stuff is really the golden age of Polonia, you know? I fall off the closer we get to movies like this. Um there's just something about the the real DIY, the real just the two brothers coming up with creative ways to make movies that is just so uh, admirable and so just like it's just something different about those movies. Like all those ones like hallucinations and stuff like that yeah. and obviously feeders and just they're just they have a different sensibility to them. And And I figured it out when I watched it 
again this this movie bad magic this week i'm i'm a fan of 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 you know mark and and uh john right i'm fucking drawing a blank here uh as them as when they're acting in movies like that's i think my favorite when they are not like a star in the movie i lose a little bit of interest in what's going on I'm just more of a fan of them too being on screen. They're such a unique character set and they have like this comedy about them that's either intentional or not, but it's it's fucking amazing. So that's where I, I I'm lacking in this one is not yeah. seeing them as much as I want to. Like, would you say probably the house that screamed too? So that would be two, uh, 2001. Would you say that's like the end of like yeah, the solid me. stuff because like you do have yeah. you, know, you have peter rottentail right and, i mean uh, it's it's funny but it's not the same the other thing is who we're talking about today also is why this film of course i like i'm not going to deny that if they're both in the film that's going to be top priority for me but if they're not going to be in the film and they're just directing I want that humor to still come through and that's going to really depend on who they're casting in place of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And when you've got like Bob Dennis and Todd Carpenter, that's like, that's their real crew. So they can really translate that humor because they all hang out all the time. It's the later stuff that when they're not in the films, you've got these kind of other actors that are taking their place and they just, it loses the Polonia feel, even if the Polonias weren't in it. Like, that's why I feel like this film, whether you like it or not, it still feels very much like a Polonia film to me. Whereas when I watch something now, it just it doesn't quite have that same vibe to me because their friends that they grew up with or had for a long time weren't in it anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, John was alive up until um, Monster Movie in 2008. So it's not like he, you know, House That Scream 2 and then he passed away and then that was it. Like he was still active with him for another couple years i don't know what happened i guess that was also the transition which is funny to like completely digital you know what i mean like yeah. shot on yeah. digital and all that it was no longer using like a high eight or or eight millimeter or whatever um it's funny that at that turning point which we always say is around 2001 where like things kind of change that's also when their i guess movies kind of just uh, you know i don't know is it because it was really the end of the vhs era like it's just that, gonna ask that is is like i don't know if you guys have noticed this too because there there's some hidden gems of like i guess what you would consider what would have been shot on video movies but are now shot in like you know hd or whatever they were considered at the time um there's like decent movies like like dead and uh dead and rotten i think is the name of the one that i'm thinking of mm-hmm. uh like great movie but it's like still shot with like digital cameras and it just i have a hard time getting into those the same way i do as like something that is truly shot on video or 16 millimeter uh you know eight millimeter all these different things they just have a different sensibility to them i don't think these low budget movies translate as well on 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 digital or high definition cameras yeah well you know the low budget to me the low budget production it like lends itself to, you know, standard definition, four three, you know, looking shitty on a twelve inch TV in your room. But I mean, even watching them like on you know my big TV in my living room and shit, I'll watch some of these movies. They're like they're all on Tubi and stuff, and I still prefer that like 
it it kind of makes it dreamy every time I watch it because like you know it's it it, it like you just said it lends itself to the low budget sensibilities of the movie i can kind of get lost in the movie yeah. more yeah instead of being like oh why is everything so sharp and it's still shitty like yeah that's yeah. really a weird <laughs> yeah i would say that for me it's kind of that too and i don't know if that's really fair to the filmmakers who who kind of transitioned from actual shot on video to digital video because in their mind they're still just using what's cheap and available but as a consumer or as a fan there's something that's lost in the translation of like, now it seems almost self-aware or self-parody when the Polonias are using like a nice high def, you know, shot on camera. Whereas before it seemed like they really did, that's the best they could get. And they maybe weren't quite aware of how bad it looked. Now they're they're kind of embracing and leaning into the idea that it looks bad because that's what their fans want. And that for me kind of takes me out a little bit. Like I don't want them to be so aware of what they're doing. Yeah, it's yeah. really kind of weird how genuineness. Yeah, well, it's weird how like anything shot like in high definition or even, you know, anything pretty much 720p and above, it, it's really funny how it immediately takes you out of it when it comes to like low budget For movies. Me too. Yeah. I don't know what like, the hell Whoa. it is. <laughs> it, 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 it's just something about that like fucking video quality that just bothers me. I don't know what the fuck it is. And I'm sure there's movies that I like that are shot that way, but there's there just... Was. We watched 100 Tears, a fucking amazing movie that's shot in 720 with the, the giant killer fucking clown who pushes the chick down the stairs in the wheelchair. One of the best fucking scenes of all time. This shit's hilarious. <laughs> well, well I'm, talking, I'm talking about that like 2002 to 2006 shot that's the on... time period of yeah, that movie. It's just, I, I, there's it's just like a... Feeling. Oh man, what's that fucking movie with the dude with the chainsaw? The the rip off, um, oh, uh, oh I blood know, well, murder or something, bloody murder, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. like yeah, how yeah. that movie looks. When I see a movie that's yeah. shot like that, immediately I'm like taken out of it. I don't know why. Yeah, and you know how forgiving I am with shit, but for whatever reason, just that format is like a killer it for me. Work. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is. No, it doesn't matter who does it. It just and but then like when you get to the actual, you know. 1080p whatever you know like i liked i liked clownado i thought it was all right like the todd sheets movie wasn't bad like i could or you know splatter farm uh two or whatever like it's it's whatever it's it's watchable and stuff but i'm able to watch it and i'm able to kind of like ingest it and not be put off immediately it's just for whatever reason that specific time period of low budget filmmaking i it just bothers the fuck out of me. And we're probably, dude. We're honestly, we're probably missing amazing movies because yeah. there, ha- you know, look at all the amazing shit that we've dug into. We found over time, uh, over the other two decades before, and it's like there has to be some of these, you know, fucking real, well, you know, diamonds in the rough. But it's oh. like it's so hard to, it's it's always yeah. harder to find those than it was to find like some of yeah. our favorite movies in like the nineties and the eighties. Cause yeah. Yeah. at least the ones that were like, not our flavorite were still pretty decent movies, you know, yeah. like well, we weren't the, suffering through the, them. At the the also thing, the right? field wasn't so crowded either. Like yeah, that's the yeah, other true. thing is wasn't when you're accessible. shooting, yeah. Shot on video in the eighties, you're not shooting at the same amount that you are now when everybody has a camera. So yeah. it is hard weed through this and find the gems because so back hard. then you could watch 10 films and one of them is going to be good now you need to watch 
you know, 30 200. and hope. <laughs> yeah. 100 yeah. years later. Dude, yeah. look at fucking, and like, and, but dude, like if you go on like Amazon and look at all of like the low budget movies that come out, it's never ending. Like how, as a, you have to be like dedicating so much time to be like really sifting through a lot of it at this point. Yeah. It's, yeah. and there's, I guess I never thought of it like that, that it really was just like access to equipment and like knowledge to do how, like, look at now everybody can fucking make albums in their fucking bedroom by themselves yep. and shit so it's like there's just so much more access to to be creative yeah. well now there's that like the, it is harder to find stuff. there was you know as low budget and as you know crappy as some of the sov shit was at that you know early 90s whatever there still was like a filter where like yeah you could pro if you can make a competent movie you know cinema home video will put it out for you if you pay 100%. for it, you know what I mean? If you pay for the production, they'll put it out for you. But the problem is, you know, how many movies were turned down because they were like totally, totally shit. You know, like there's so many movies that even now you see like, oh, we found this, this lost shot on video movie. Up. And now they're putting yeah. them out on a, on a 2k fucking scan on a Blu-ray for 25 yeah. bucks. You know what I mean? Regional and directors finding old movies they made and forgot about yeah. and like, oh shit, here's a case of tapes and they fucking yeah. sell them off. You know? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> what a time to be alive, man. What a time to be alive. But all right, so fucking bad, bad magic, magic, motherfucker. Baby. It's time yeah. to get into this shit. Let's, let's bad magic. Uh EK, since you're our guest and you're our resident Polonia historian, why don't you give our uh our lovely people here a little synopsis of this movie? Okay, well, basically there is the most the, the fiercest gang anybody has ever seen called the Red Claws uh, that are supposed to be in New York, but they're actually stalking the streets of uh, small town Pennsylvania. Anyway, they inadvertently, they, they kill a guy's brother and the, the brother is so upset. He flies all the way to the West Indies to track down a voodoo priest and give him the tools of evil to exact his revenge on his brother's killer. <laughs> And man, are those tools special? Oh my God, man. It, it is. All right. So let's preface this with. I love if, this film so much. If you watch this movie once, you're going to think it's a total piece of shit. And you're not going to understand yeah. it. It took me about three watches. And that's before yes. watching yes. it for this episode it took me about three watches to actually understand the movie completely and i feel yes. like after that point like you you really start to fucking like it a lot okay and, yeah. oh, to oh. that to that to that point you are correct that upon a second watch there is redeemable likable things about this film however it is not in my opinion like polonia fucking like front and center on display kind of movie that i expect yeah i don't know opinion. i don't know i, I think, think this is like pretty 100 percent okay. I, I, I wish i wish graves bitter was on here with us right now i know he would be on my side he also <laughs> watched oh, this him. for the first time with me and mike in the uh the video dungeon of, of mike's uh, uh you know dwelling there he was and just in a bad was, mood that day i i do i will admit I was fucking wasted. So <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of in and out throughout a lot of that uh, that first watch. 
But I, I, I gave it a good second go this time. Uh, yeah. Okay, so here's what I'll say about that, because I think Mike's dead on with the rewatch. When I first saw it, I wasn't prepared to watch a Polonia movie without the twins in it. Like that kind of caught me off guard and I was waiting and they never showed up. Yes, and they just, did. I found it. Huh? Yeah, they did. They well, John got lost. in there. Sure. I get that. But what I'm saying is they weren't no, the I central think they characters. They were both. They were both, vampire. they were both. Weren't they? No, I, I'm saying they weren't the leads like how to slay right. a vampire. Uh, uh, so yeah. that's what I was expecting. Right. You know, or feeders or something like that. And so the first watch was me just trying to make sense of not only that, but also like, what the hell's going on with this story? It was so convoluted. Then the second time, now that I knew they weren't going to be in it in that way, and I also knew the story somewhat, I could follow it a lot better. And then the third time, now that I know the story, now I can pay attention to the humor and I know what's coming. And man, from that point on, I thought the film was funny as hell. But that first one or two times was like, I didn't even know what I was watching. It was so weird. There's, there's, okay. So for me, this movie is, is decent. It's watchable, which I didn't think was true before watching it again. And that's because the first, the first part of this movie is fucking horrible. Okay. Wait, first part is horrible. Let let me, let me, let me explain (laughs) and then you can chew me apart. Okay. I get it. Why I feel this way, <laughs> why I feel this way is because it's just, it drags on and like, it's just like, there's so much like fake Lion King music playing. Oh and my like, God. I love it. Like, I love it. Dude, it's like it, budget okay. Fabio Frizzy zombie this, fucking oh, soundtrack. Oh, don't, don't do that to budget. yourself. I said like, budget. Like you're Dollar better Tree. than that. You're better than that. Dollar don't Tree. compare it. <laughs> oh. Okay. But on now that like I was new, that's what I was getting into on this watch. I was like, let me. Maybe they're doing this because it's funny, right? Maybe like I'm missing the joke here, and I watched it again, and I'm like, okay, this was this is either like a very fucking awesome meta joke that's going on in these scenes, or it's just really fucking bad acting <laughs> and, and bad scene development. But like either way, Dude, I was laughing this time. So they're like they're like the Andy Warhols of fucking Jesus shot on video. Christ. All right. They're in on the joke. All right. Yeah. This is now see you said the first half of this movie or whatever is fucking terrible. Whatever. Dude the First fucking thing you see is this explanation of voodoo. Religion of black magic, curses, and death. Originating in the West Indies, it made its way to the West during the times of slavery (laughs) and has continued strongly ever since. Potions, shrunken heads, witch doctors, all played in the voodoo myth. It's good they got a luchador on their side. That's good. (laughs) That's fun. Also, I have to say. At, on on first watch, I'm like, man, this guy, I can't. And maybe because I was a little bit, uh, you know, inebriated, I was like, man, this guy's voice is fucking horrible. This narrating is no, like it's the great. driest. No, it's, it's so okay. funny. That's and part I will of the. Say, I don't think it's intentional the way I feel like he's like really seriously delivering these narrations for this movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, However, 100%. it is fucking hilarious yes. yes as time goes on him like explaining all that shit but yes. i mean dude like the the fucking 
they like the, like Polonius obviously just went on vacation to like the fucking Bahamas oh, or something. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Took to a bunch of B roll. Yeah, <laughs> or Florida. Yeah, it's like yeah. Geez. And like they're fucking just like filming a bunch of fucking B roll for this movie. Yeah, like it's because none of it. like the actors in the well, movie are in any wait, of those. Wait, 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 scenes. wait, wait, wait. I got something that I have a clip that I want to show you that leads into that. And it's him talking about like what he had to do. Well, not really what he had to do, but like, oh, like I got, I spent all my money to get on a plane and go to this place. Life savings. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. So now I'm tell me this. In a witch Wait. Who lives in the West Indies. My granddad is he pretending that he's on an airplane right now? Is that what's going my on at the moment? Because so. look, I hope I don't come back disappointed. Like, look at this edit. Like he's looking down, like he's on an air. That's one hundred percent supposed to be him acting like he's in a fucking airplane, right? Yeah. Come on, I, how could I, you not I believe that? that to be true? What and else they, would how how else would you fucking interpret that scene? And Dude, then you it's so and then funny. you <laughs> and then you so go into funny. Well, then you go right into this like B roll that was definitely from somebody's vacation because nobody that's actually in the movie is in any of the shots. It's just like ooh oh scenery gosh. and like ooh like look oh, at this man. fucking water and all this shit. It's pretty fucking funny. So I'm sorry, My, man. My first watch issue was a lot of this like really bad music that was like just like it's legitimately license free. It's like music you would hear on like That's every jam. Film. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but when, yeah, when when do they ever have like a fucking like banging soundtrack? Feeders. That feeders theme is dope. I don't Dude, don't tell me you couldn't go to sleep to this fucking steel drum music. Bam, bam, oh, bam, bam. Oh, I could. Bam, bam, Dude. bam, bam. Come on, yeah. man. So, like, the, the scene where they're like, okay, so this guy's going to fucking wherever to, to meet the witch doctor because he wants revenge for his brother or cousin, whatever the fuck's death. And it's his brother Amos. Meets- all right, get yeah, it right. Yeah, so you see his so grave, dude. Right, yeah. You see his grave, and he's going to see. He's going to see Tabunga. Get it Tabunga. right. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he's going to see Tabanga, and he fucking. They even say it. They even show you his name. They even. Tabunga. It's the best, man. He cracks me up. So they go see. Yeah, dude. That PBS fucking uh, animation there. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is pretty fucking funny. I he's so that. funny. He's pretty oh, funny. Oh man! And they're he's sitting in like funny, a sound yeah. room with the with the black screen behind him, but that's supposed to be his like voodoo shop. Oh man! You could tell this was all filmed probably at the college where Mark teaches because it's like that guy's office and where they're walking around. You could just tell they filmed it. He was probably like, "Hey, can I shoot here for the weekend?" <laughs> the the scenes are probably so didn't funny. Even ask. Guys, he just probably well, did. So, <laughs> well, think about. Like- Rewatching is so awesome. One oh, thing I ahead. want to say. One thing I want to say before, because I, I want to show these people. I want to show everybody what Tabanga looks like. <laughs> but there's one scene, and it legitimately looks like the conversations when I'm trying to explain to Grizz how like I'm fucking doing the streaming setup. Like, look at the face this guy has. It's being explained. Yeah, we use this, and we route it through this. And then you're gonna do no, this. No, no, no. <laughs> this, this is like me and you trying to talk to each other <laughs> when our out. fucking connection isn't working and our microphones aren't on. We're like, 
Can you hear me, bro? I can't hear you. I don't know what we're doing here. Oh my gosh. How do you not love this fucking movie? It's yeah, so he's, good. He's staring at him with like oh. a blank face. Just fucking. Oh, man. So yeah. the thing about yeah. watches with this especially is that you you can focus less on the, on the dumbass story and more on all the little subtleties of them still doing Polonia filmmaking at its finest. Because not only the cutting, like the the plane footage versus him supposed to be in the west indies and it's just you know, <laughs> but when it's back at the you know the gang roaming the streets of new york it's intercut with scenes of pennsylvania like it's a random small town but they keep the audio of new york oh, going new york in the city. background yeah. like they turned a corner in the middle of the city and it just opened up into a pennsylvania field it's just so funny. It's just very Polonia to me. And it's really, it's really creative. So like my, my beef was this like main character guy, this dude who goes down Is there. His name Remy? Yeah, yeah, Remy. Yeah. Remy and fucking like, Tabanga. yeah, Tabanga and fucking, I just like, <laughs> dude, he's so fucking his, like his, the narration delivery was real fucking oh. weird. That like the face he was making in that scene. I love it. When I was, I was like, when I was watching it, I was just sitting there with, with fucking you guys. And I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah, because he's not a- I was so hard to get a read. I'm well, like, how I was supposed to take this movie when I was first watching. Well, it. dude, at the end of the movie, you see that he's not necessarily human, man. So maybe he's just trying to like, like oh, you don't think you don't think Tabanga's human? He's not. Hundred percent, he's not. No, yeah, he's like an agent of the devil. Yeah, man. See, I okay. I don't know about that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I I personally feel like Tabanga's a legit like voodoo witch doctor. No, he is. Who is but he's supernatural. Uh, uh, that's fine. You could be a, a, a supernatural human being, bro. I'm saying he's like such a high level fucking voodoo badass that like he has been accepted into the nether realms by the fucking demons and stuff as an equal. As he's a, a fourth a dimensional being. work with, you know, yeah. he's, a, he's like so, a Sasquatch type deal. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. He's interdimensional. Uh, he shapeshifts. He's, you know, interesting. Coal mining the planet for fucking aliens. He's just like a Sasquatch. <laughs> I, I see him as like a, a familiar or like an avatar for fucking, uh, Buc- what's his name? Buckley Buckley? Fucking. Yeah. Say it? How do you say yeah. Buckley. Yes. Buc- Buc- yeah. Buc- 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 Damn, man. That's a fucking mouthful. Jesus man. Christ. I feel like I'm on Let's 42nd Street. Let's talk about him going through the voodoo training because he, you know, gets bit on the cheek by a snake and then has he goes into the nether regions and sees the polonia's vacation footage that's the underworld (laughs) well well, i have a little bit of that scene they kind of do like the in-camera shot and we we get to see the gang we get to see the red claws yes yeah dude these guys are real tough that's bakliba clay (laughs) peter griffin (laughs) louis ck (laughs) <laughs> oh wait no that's peter griffin that's peter yeah he's got the harry potter glasses on it's remy it's our boy. look at this yeah my man man that's rough <laughs> it's just such a weird snake he's gotta be a weird cat in real life like that just has to be that dude you think like, so yeah I don't feel like you could play a character that dry 
and like not i i feel like that dude is legitimately just that person like they were like we're acting now buddy and he's like okay and there's no retakes either <laughs> this is this yeah. okay so part of the charm of this for me is that it's shot on video all you have to do is just go let's do another take but the way they keep in his his dialogue is so bad and so funny oh. that i'm like they it's must have been laughing when they asked him to read shit because the way he reads it makes me laugh so hard because I'm like, why would you not redo that? You don't Dude, even know how to pronounce half the words. And that's, that's why I thought so it was funny. so bad when I first watched it. I was like, this is the fucking worst thing these guys have ever made. Like, what the fuck is going on? But like, now I like, okay, maybe I'm in on the joke this time, watching it a second time. Like, what the fuck am I missing? And like, Dude, oh, you gotta just... If, you gotta you just do it take once it for more. being like a, a ridiculously like this movie is a giant fucking joke on top it's of a self-aware. Joke. It's hundred percent self-aware. It's this so movie. funny, yeah. I think, I think yeah. I think the Polonia brothers yeah. were self-aware <laughs> yeah. of what was happening yeah. with the movie they were trying to make, and we're like, all right, we, we need to lay into it. Oh. <laughs> like Grave Spitter underscore. I hope some of this positive messaging tricks some sucker into spending money on the tape. At least something good will come from this blasphemy you guys are spewing here. Um, uh, yeah. Thank you. Oh. Fuck you. Goodbye. <laughs> um, we have oh. actually a copy of Bad Magic here. Well, I have a copy. Thanks to our man uh, God's Tape. A most generous gift to donate to the podcast, the movie that me and EK were after for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, and, I got uh, the DVD. Oh, Grizz, where's yours, man? Just flip the bird. It's okay. <laughs> um, Why this would was I a, invest? This was a Salt City release, so that's a Ron Bonk thing. As you know, like they yeah. have you know, a special relationship with him, and I have a feeling that it was like, hey, man, we got a movie for you. Like, you going to put this out or what? You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I think it was like if you came to me with a movie, it's like, yeah, of course, like whatever you want, whatever you give me, I'm going to put out because this, this movie, I, I know people will watch it and I know they're going to say like, oh, this is like a, a piece of shit or whatever. Trust us. Like, yeah, it, it's, Trust them. <laughs> it, it's not what you think. You know what I mean? It's not like the room where like he was making a fucking serious movie and he was just that tone deaf. But like, By 1998, okay. they were fucking aware of the Polonia brothers and like what they were doing. Like they knew that they like there's there's a zero percent chance because Mark is, is a legit film fucking. He's a he's a teacher. He's a professor at a college. Yeah. He's not a fucking moron with a with a, you know, a handheld camera like they know what they're doing. They're professionals. At this point, like one hundred percent, this is this is they're in on the joke. You know, it's not See, just a fucking shitty movie that people are laughing at. No, dude, I don't know. Like, I think this is a tough sell for people, man. Like, unless you're like, okay, I'm really fucking into Polonia. But yeah, I, well, even, of course, even it's a niche. Yeah, general, yeah, that's this is like Polonia like, for Polonia fans. It's a I niche would. of right, a niche, it, you know. And like, even for people who are like, oh, I'm really into fucking shot on video movies. I like low budget shit, which I do. Like first watch, I'm like, dude, I don't fucking like this. This is boring the fuck out I of me. I remember you saying that. Like you were 100%. not into it at all. 
I'm like, dude, I am bored fucking out of my mind watching this fucking movie. Only eight, like only sixty what sixty eight minutes, something like it's that. Not yeah, too it's not long. It's pretty short. <laughs> but it's just like, man, like, what is all this fucking like? elongated scenes of no talking and bad music and like that's i'm just like that's, dude, dude. To, that's part that's of it that's all polonia films yeah that's that's <laughs> part of it to me like dude look at the awkward ass dialogue and splatter but i guess farm. i guess you know what i mean like, like it's not i can deal with that though when it's like the brothers doing it themselves yeah. yeah so you, you know what brothers like, in it that's to, what you want to, to lift exactly. grizz's spirits why don't we show the uh, one of one of the movie? Well, there, yeah, there's there's this is one of the Polonia um, cameos in this film, and this is when the Peter Griffin looking dude is watching a movie that's on TV. So this uh, isn't actually part of the the bad magic story. This is something that one of the characters is watching. This is very Pennsylvania, also. You got fuck it. Yeah, He's going uh, into the that fucking, fucking wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> like this is a, this is extremely Polonia Brothers. Look at this. Right. This is the only scene in the movie like that. Look at that. Brutal, man. Kind of disturbing. So this is the best scene in the movie. It's the only scene like this in the movie. And what's the fucking thing about it? It has the fucking brothers in it. And that's why it, it's so fucking good. You could have put anybody else on that goddamn table. And been making the same, trying to make the same noises and expressions, it wouldn't have worked. You could have put anybody else in that fucking curly-haired prince wig, it wouldn't have fucking worked, dude. It's like something about their stupid faces <laughs> prince and wig. like the, their delivery, where I'm just like, oh my god, this is the funniest fucking shit on the planet. Okay, so I have kind of a long clip here that I want to play, and it ex it's the the uh i guess the voodoo weapons that are going to be used throughout the movie and i want to kind of use this to direct the conversation into the demise of our red claw gang because they each get a very uh interesting death some more interesting than others but i really i think the dialogue or the narration at least uh over this is worth you know the length of the clip for use we calico Calico. Is, is that Polonia's wife? Needles will yeah. It is, right? Yeah. And you will know Mark, Mark's pain, wife. more pain than you felt on the streets, you filthy whore. <laughs> That's. <laughs> what a fucking line. <laughs> so he had a voodoo doll. Now he has a garden trowel. For you, Petey. The claw. The claw. His name is even Petey, too, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Like it's fucking Shogun Assassin. Here comes the best one. This is the best one. We're gonna watch what happens when he takes this later. For you, Mitch. My you, Mitch spirit Hedberg. will be visited upon you, and you will beg for forgiveness. <laughs> it's like a per an old perfume bottle with water in it. The astral projection, fucking liquid. I'm gonna get you. This is awesome too. And for you, Ajax, the most horrible. For you, Ernie Kegstand. Revenge <laughs> upon your mortal soul through the walking course of Amos himself. <laughs> I like he's got a little bit of inflection in that, just a little bit. 
Yeah, See, like, how well, could I you not I, like this? I had man? to take the bandana off. Sorry, guys. Warm, but that was my <laughs> this is my nod to Ajax. <laughs> now you look like Axel Rose, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> there it is. Like, like, come on, man. That whole sequence to me is entertaining as fucking hell. Just oh, yeah. seen in like the oh, garden yeah. trowel with like fucking tape like sports tape on it like, come on man with they they like even taped a fucking like little knob on the bottom as like a hilt or whatever like yeah. come on grizz come yeah. on come on no i mean I'm, I'm saying after the second watch there's it's i just laughed at it because it was it's fucking ridiculous but i'm standing by my point that like for one this is not one of their 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 best deliveries in their filmmaking careers, in my opinion. I feel like this is a step in the wrong direction towards the end of, of what I enjoyed that they did. Uh, yeah. I will say that this is not going to be a movie that like everybody can just get into and be like, oh yeah, this is super enjoyable. Like for I would say maybe like every like you know two out of ten horror fans might enjoy this fucking movie. It, it's a super hard fucking sell. Yeah, well, Danny X West seems like a group watch. Also, what's up, my man? Thank you for coming out. Uh, seems like a group watch for sure. Yeah, like, don't tell me, dude, if you didn't watch this in the room with me and Kegstan, that you wouldn't have a fucking great time. Don't act yeah. like you wouldn't have a fucking awesome time watching it with us. Okay, I will. <laughs> yeah, I would. But I will say, too, like, we did watch this in a group of people. However, yeah, with fucking Gravespitter. Who is fucking salty as fuck for whatever reason about the movie? No, 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 no! Don't, don't you say that? Don't he you traded me Goblin. Boy. He traded me Goblin. Who would trade fucking Goblin? Who the fuck would get rid of that? Who would get rid of that? He's a fucking friend, Michael. You take that he fucking hates back, me. and you say he hates me. <laughs> I will stand by Gravespitter and say that I agreed with all the things that he fucking said that he he was right at that time man and like he's he's got valid points for the average person who's going to watch horror movies you know this is for the lowest common denominator Dude, you're still, if you're listening to us <laughs> at episode 256 you are going to like I, this movie I, I am admitting that's us now also when we watched that movie it was very late in the evening we'd already watched a couple real fucking bangers you know like me me and grace bitter were riding a high wave of, of, of run bitch run that was incredible <laughs> so you try to follow it up with this we were we it was the wrong time my man and i was wasted and you know fucking, it was like three you know, in the afternoon yeah i guess it Graves was like bitters fucking hyping me up it's 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 tough you know like <laughs> however you put me in the room with you fucking clowns we're probably gonna have a circus i mean that's how <laughs> these things go dude <laughs> so uh you know I, I was just saying how some of these deaths are more um, entertaining than others don't tell me that this is not like a Polonia idea. So Calico, the prostitute, uh, what did he call her? Filthy whore or whatever. Um, he ends up he ends that. up killing her with a uh, a voodoo doll. Now was that Mark or John that was in the That's room? John and like, in there. Yeah, yeah I think John, I was John in there. John runs out of the room, and uh, we get this now, scene for the final twist. This music's good. Calico. <laughs> Calico. Squeezes the head. 
<laughs> Come on, man. It pops like a balloon uh, filled with ketchup. Man, How do you not? So what, do you, what do you think that guy's doing now? He's probably like uh, an accountant no. or something like that somewhere, right? Dude. <laughs> like, he's living in, he's living in the Poconos, fucking going skiing, yeah. fucking driving a Bentley. That guy? I don't know if that's the fuck fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shooting for the fucking stars dude fuck this man, man. um one thing i want to say is uh the one character uh who plays the peter griffin looking guy ek are you able oh, to i forgot his i've got his name it's it's bob dennis is ajax todd carpenter's the other and then it's this other dude and i i forgot his name off the top of my head Sorry. uh there's there's like a pretty brutal scene in this uh i think this is the clip here and it shows him, yeah, this is it. It's him, like, sticking up a guy or, like, shaking him down. But he fucking stabs him in the throat with a knife. <laughs> with, like, this fucking, like, daytime talk show music playing. Like, uh, this oh, is what you're saying. Jesse Raphael. <laughs> like, the, red claws, the Red Claws are what do this movie for me. Like, I feel like the Red Claws are one of the best, most underrated film gangs in history. Better than the Zombie Rampage gang? Well, I just think they're different. Because <laughs> yeah. they both kill people. <laughs> they both, qualities about they, they're both killers, yeah. man. They're both killers. But yeah. the Red Claws come across as, like, very goofy. But they're straight up killers, and they got this girl fucking walking the street and stuff. The guy's like a fucking, uh, I don't know, like a peeping tom or some shit. Because he's like, yeah, make me another fifty dollars. Like, yeah, yeah, but then all these little, there's all these comments though about like, oh man, her head exploded, and he goes, maybe it was a ghost, and then he goes, <laughs> we should do an exorcism, and he goes, oh man, that's for Catholics, we're Presbyterians. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, it's it's so just funny. like dude there's so many scenes in this movie where you're just like holy fuck i think probably the most well-known scene that i think even people who haven't seen the movie have come across this and maybe a meme or something and that's when he takes the astral projection uh liquid serum whatever oh yeah this, i've I've posted this many times in the past yeah this this may be a little long also but it's it's worth it so uh, he's about to get his revenge on somebody. This motherfucker drank that uh, clear liquid that we saw before. He's in his, he's in his bedroom right now to this day doing this. This looks like you at VHS Fest after eating that. That was me this year sitting on the van. In the whole bar. This guy's walking back and forth, banging on the table. This whole scene to me is just like... <laughs> I get him grooving. Yeah, like what the fuck was Dude, that? Give this guy an Academy and then, Award. And then he steps out of his body. His spirit literally leaves his body. He's got to go for a flight. Yeah, look at the that. Astral <laughs> they, they use the feeders, fucking. Uh, they use the feeders video. Oh. Uh, light speed so like, thing. Come on, so for dude. that scene, you never see his like stomach, right? So he's just like laying on a table <laughs> yeah, with, with his, his arms fucking out. arms out. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he's planking. Oh, he's planking, man. man. Come on. So I, I, I feel like as we show you these clips and kind of talk about it, we're turning you. I feel like we're turning you. We're like, when you watch it once more and put it all together, it's finally going to make sense. 
I feel like you're going to be yeah. like, you know what? It's not bad. Maybe it's not something I'm going to watch every month, but it's not the worst Polonia movie I've seen. <laughs> I'm convinced. No, I, no, it's definitely not like, cause dude, watch some of the ones after they come after this and they're, they're harder and harder to watch. Um, like I said, this is, this has some redeemable qualities to it, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's still Polonia at the heart of it. They, like you guys have said, there's a lot that is yeah. like traditional Polonia filmmaking that I think it gets lost in later years. Yeah. This is what I would say about bad magic is we're all going to prefer a Polonia film with Mark and John being the lead characters. But if they're yeah. not, this would be my number one pick for the most enjoyable Polonia type film without them as the leads would be bad which, magic. It still feels your, very much like it. What's your number one overall for their, for their film catalog? I, it would have to be feeders too. I think, I mean, that's really? like, yeah, I mean, it's just special to me. It's really funny to me. I'd say feeders too, splatter farm. Honestly, and then you know, honestly, know. a vampire number one, dude. Yeah. I mean, that one cracks me up, but as far as rewatchability, like I feel like feeders two's become a holiday film now. Like I'm going to oh, watch it, it no matter yeah, what, yeah, you know, that sure. was, that was probably one of the best things that we were able to show people on here. Cause I don't think a lot of people realized like how, I guess like rewatchable that movie is as a holiday yeah. movie because it's like it really it's like PG thirteen right would you say yeah because like there is a little bit of violence in it and I know people are crazy about that shit nowadays but like that is like legitimately like a yearly watch like me personally oh, yeah. feeders one is tied with how to slay a vampire um, mm. just because like I feel like feeders one is probably their most like put together like movie that well like where it like kind of makes sense and like it actually yeah. has a cool twist ending and everything yeah um to me i feel like it's got like the right amount of doing things correctly and slightly shittily you know what i mean yeah. like of course like the, the aliens look like the avocado monsters and everything but Everything else around it, like to me, is super solid, and that's what makes it so fucking awesome. How to Slay a Vampire is, uh, you know, an obvious classic. The only problem is it makes me feel bad for some reason because John's dead. <laughs> I have no idea why yeah, that movie yeah. makes me fucking feel bad. I have no I'd idea. I'd say that one. That one makes me laugh the most. How to Slay a Vampire makes me laugh the most, but the one that I think, like, if I only had one film that I could ever watch again by the Polonias. It would, it would probably be feeders too for me. Man, that's wild. I'm See? a big splatter farm guy too. I mean, that'd probably be my yeah. second. How to yeah. a vampire splatter farm. Um, uh, man, it would tough to be to put in the third feeders is definitely, definitely up there, man. Hallucinations is a fucking wild watch. It's just so discombobulated and fucking mm -hmm. truly feels like an hallucination the whole time. It's, one day, movie. one day we'll have to do the definitive Polonia ranking. We'll do like a top yeah. ten. Yeah, uh, like you must compare see. hallucinations with Splatter Farm because it's basically just yeah you know, redo of it. It would be really interesting to see the the similarities the difference. and differences. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. Um, it's so one, funny, dude. Kyra Gorge says you hear my laugh at fucking from a distance at VHS. That's my homing beacon to all my friends <laughs> when they're fucking lost a lot to find their way back to us. Uh, the last clip that I want to show from Bad Magic is uh, the very end where, uh, what's his name, Ajax, ends up meeting his demise. But I wanted to show how his brother Amos looks 
um, <laughs> when he's revived oh, yeah, as a zombie. So uh, you can't be killing everyone. You're dead. You're dead. I don't think he gives a fuck. This music is pretty good. But yeah, he's wearing like a fucking latex mask that they bought at the store with a little straw hanging down. He rips out his heart. Come on, man. Look at that. Heart. That's a real heart. The heart's great. Look at, I just can't get I just, I'm fairly certain I, I left enough in so you can see what he's wearing. There it is. Look. He's got like the, <laughs> yeah, the grandpa sweater on. I think, I think one of them wears that in a movie. I think I've seen that sweater before. You can't be killing everyone. You can't. I wonder why nobody else tried that in zombie movies. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> they were missing. It's it's actually like <laughs> stern with the motherfuckers. <laughs> it's funny because you know they have that like fake, you know Fabio Frizzi uh, music from the islands, and then you have like that very close to the music from uh, what's it called um, from Video Violence, Vampire Takes a Bride. Like something oh, yeah. that almost sounds like that, like the I gothic music playing or whatever. Dude. It's really funny, the contrast, and it's pretty good. I don't know how you could say that, like, the music sucks in this. I think it's pretty awesome. It's very Polonia to me. Yeah. It's, it's very it's Polonia. It's one of the better ones. Like, what I, thought about, I, I actually reached out to Ron about trying to get in touch with Mark to score a Polonia film. Because I'm like, that would be a highlight for me. Oh, and then awesome. I was watching some of the newer stuff, and I'm like, Man, I wouldn't have to try very hard. the same old shit. <laughs> I just have to hit the, the preset on my Casio, and it's good to there go. There it is, baby. Um, so, you know what? Um, EK, why don't you give me your final thoughts on Bad Magic? Okay. okay, well, obviously, I love it. It's a tape. It's one of the, the tapes I still don't have, and I, I just think it's really funny. I think if you don't take it too serious, you know what you're in for. There's a lot of funny parts. Uh, my only criticism is that they pack it with a lot of shots from other films, like the first 10 minutes from Hellspawn, which Hellspawn's funny, but like yeah. clearly they couldn't stretch this out long enough. Yeah, that's like so the, I could have done. That's why there's yeah, the random like that. white dude in the hood and everything. Like, yeah, <laughs> that he's not but other in the than movie. that, it's funny, you know, like if you're not going to have the Polonias be the leads, then this, I'll take this. Then if this is, this is what I get in exchange, it still makes me laugh hard. And, once you know the jokes and you know the delivery and you have it coming, you laugh. Once they're there, like the setup's ready, and then you just laugh your ass off because it's just a funny film. It's really, it's a good rewatch for me. Chris? You know, uh, it, it might take a few more watches <laughs> <laughs> for me to fully get it, I guess. Then. I mean, this was definitely, uh, this was a better watch than the first time. I was like starting to get to it. Pay it. I was trying to pay attention, and I think when I was trying to pay attention to it, I was realizing, okay, this is this is a giant fucking gag. Like, yeah. it, whether or not I don't know who the fucks in on it, but I, I mean, it's whoever the even if they are in on it, it's still fucking hilarious because like the delivery, the narration, it's just like, man, how the fuck did this just continue to get made? And not lose this tone of yeah. fucking yeah. ridiculousness. Yeah. Like it's just like if anything, it, it builds on it in a way that's just like holy fuck. 
at the end, you're like, I, it, it just gets, it, you know what? It has some rewatchability. And I think, yeah. I think it, it just needs a few, you know, you, you got to really fucking caress this motherfucker down. You, you know? got to yeah, give it a chance. Yeah. You got to give it a And you got to let it go that they're not in it. You got to let that go and just enjoy the ride yeah. for what they're still doing. Yeah. This is 100% a great group watch. I love it personally. I think this is one of my favorite Polonia movies. Um, yeah. It's once you watch it a couple of times and you start understanding it and you kind of, kind of get what the story is. You start finding it more funny. You could you could concentrate on other things and trying to figure out what's going on. Um, once you get over all that shit, man, this movie's fucking awesome. I really highly recommend it. Do you have to go buy the tape? No, that's crazy. Go, it's no. it's free on Tubi. Yeah, no. You could go on there. Spend like three bucks on this. Yeah, you dude. could. 100%. What SRS? Right? That's an SRS yeah. release. Um, go support Ron Bonk. He's fucking an awesome dude. What's the last one even sold for? It had to be a, 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 a like even when I was like hard up collecting, I was trying to find one of these motherfuckers. I don't even. I've know, bought, man. dude. I've bought so many bro. old video stores out. I've yeah, I have found some of the rarest fucking tapes, you know that, that you can get in your fucking collection. I, I've I've bought in bulk, and it's like this is one tape I've never fucking come across, dude. Yeah. I've, I've found like three HTF. video violences in my fucking life. I've never found a fucking bad magic. It's crazy. Yeah. Plemke95. Oh, no, I'm late. I got time zones mixed up. Always East Coast time. <laughs> oh, uh, Grizz and I are, are beaming from the East Coast. Uh, Mr. Mister EK is is out on the West Coast. But even I was like, oh, shit. Uh, what time is it? Oh, yeah. 6.50. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so remember, 9 p.m. Eastern time, Tuesday nights, twitch.tv slash bad taste video. Um, there's a Blu-ray double feature with Church of the Dam. That's a pretty cool thing. Yep. That's a that's a yep. sick release. I'm guessing that's an SRS thing, too. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely go support Ron Bunk. Go, go support SRS Studios. A lot of shit that you fucking, you've watched definitely had something to do with him he was very yep. into that whole scene in the 90s we've covered some of his movies before um damn man what a what an awesome guy uh, also the reason why we were able to stream some srs movies we were able to do um yeah day of the reaper very and shit awesome because dude. of him yeah, but he let us uh stream a couple maybe i should i should get back in touch with ron yeah maybe we can do uh he's a good guy something on here. oh yeah, he's for super sure. easy to deal with he's he's Probably one of the best directors I've yeah, let's Besides Tim, man, he's he's definitely the fucking best. Yeah, let's see what we could do. Maybe we could. Uh, maybe he still has the rights to this. Maybe we can do Bad Magic. I would love it. That'd be we'll, great. We'll see. Or maybe we have to find something that's not on like a streaming service. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't. Yeah, I have true. no fucking clue. I don't want to get taken down by the algorithm here. But uh, that's Bad Magic. Um, I fucking love it. Free for free for streaming on Tubi. Our, our favorite streaming service other than, uh, I guess, YouTube <laughs> or the Internet Archive. It really um, is. They do a great the job. Internet Archive, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, pro tip, search the Internet Archive for a movie. Yeah, it's man. probably there, especially if it was made before, like, 2005. I feel like yep. you got a pretty good chance of seeing it there. Uh, I think they're trying to take it down now. Uh, that's pretty unfortunate. But, but we have a, we have a guest first. The first... Wide world of metal guest, I think, right? Did we ever have anybody yeah, on for this sure. before? No. No, uh, I don't Grizz, think so. I don't think so. Grizz, what are we covering this week? So we've do we've been covering a lot of like death metal. We covered a lot of thrash. We covered some black metal. And I was like, I I'm taking it back to my roots, man. 
something a little bit different some fucking slam and 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 who better not not we'll we'll get back to the new metal sometime but who who better (laughs) to represent dude and i was talking to you about this there's something so you like there's this wild scene of slam metal in like uh southeast asia like the philippines taiwan um even places like mexico and stuff like that where there's just like this this slam community and they're just putting out massive amounts of of really fucking awesome music awesome music and there it's like one of these things where you got to kind of like dig through it a little bit to to find what you're into for me personally i prefer uh bands like the bands that we're going to be covering today where it's a full band it's a four-piece band the drummer his shit is triggered for sure but man the drummer fucking annihilates this fucking kit on this album and i I just prefer that over top of the over digitized uh you know cyber Mm -hmm. drumming that you can get in you know some of these slam bands and shit this to me is like a real good version of what slam should be and what is it I was about to get there. The fucking band <laughs> itself. What is it's a great name. This is a great name. Uh, Fattiest Rump Ooh. is the name of the band. And uh, the, the album we're covering is their new 2023 release. I am at your disposal. Uh, and Dude, what a fucking album cover. Uh, chick in a toilet. Guts everywhere. Just fucking <laughs> typical slam Saturday metal. Night you know artwork that you can imagine it's just fucking wild shit um and when i when i i kind of forgot that you know ek was going to be on here for this and i'm like man ek probably has not listened to too much slam slam metal metal before what uh have you for one are you a big slam metal guy you know you throw down uh and two what did you what do you think of this album man i am at your disposal uh, well, no, I'm not familiar with this genre, but I kind of, <laughs> it didn't seem too far of a stretch from, you know, what I already have listened to. It just is a kind of a variation on. And I think what was interesting was um, the sound clips that they used were very, Great. very interesting. <laughs> and I feel like from song one, you know what you're in for and you're either going to listen to the rest of the album or you're going to check out. But if you don't check out <laughs> yeah. and you go in, so here's where I think you'll relate grizz to me is that for somebody who doesn't have a background in this genre of music but enjoys death metal and thrash and speed and stuff it it is in the same kind of headspace for me as something mike Patton would do with his voice where it's more of like a experimental instrumentation instead of just trying to sing notes it's like he's he's cutting up his voice and then sampling his own voice is what it feels like and that to me is something i absolutely love about Mike Patton. So to like to hear it in this context is just heavier and crazier and faster. I was like, damn, I hadn't even thought about that before. So for me, it was like a really fascinating listen conceptually. I was, I was really that's, into that's, it. And that's kind of something that I think a lot of these like slam bands, cause they're, in, there's a couple different genres of slam and stuff, but a lot of times I think they all get kind of pushed into this, like, Oh, it's just like caveman, simple fucking music fast drum <laughs> kind of shit no. and I, I i get that but dude there's a different side of like sla- like i first got into slam metal through a band called guttural secrete one of the all-time fucking best slam bands you'll ever fucking listen to nourishing the spoil was the first album i ever heard that was like a slam and i was addicted and it was so technical i've never heard guitar playing like that and like the the, the typical like slam metal squealing with the guitar playing where it's just like this like rhythmic part of the the riff 
has this like high pitched fucking like pinch harmonic in it and shit. It's just very I never heard anything like it. And mm-hmm. this band kind of has that same uh, guttural secrete kind of feel to it. Um, I pulled some some interesting clips. I think for <laughs> what us. Do, what to, do you want to uh, do first? You want to do bad babies uh, in timeout? Yeah, I mean, sometimes Bad Babies go in timeout. It was uh, is an interesting, interesting track for sure. Great vocal, uh, you know, display here. I think. Thank you for uh, for putting the, the square there for me. Thank you. Pig wheels brings me back. Yeah, this shit right there gets it. Yeah, just like Slipknot, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I see Mick Thompson playing this. <laughs> he would too. <laughs> My man. <laughs> it's the cool thing about like I I I've, I'm a big fan of like and I've you know they've played in like uh, different gore grind bands and stuff and a lot of bands in that realm like Rapa Prompt, Cock and Ball Torture and stuff. They play with like pitch shifters when they do their vocals and stuff to make them sound like this. Dude, a lot of these slam bands, like these guys, none They're of straight this up, is man. pitch shifted. Yeah. This is straight vocal manipulation. Like I was, yeah. I was friends uh, with this dude, Matt, back in the day with my death metal bands, my death metal bands days. And uh, he used to, they were you in were like Russian. a slam type band yeah. and he did pig squeals like that. And it's it was wild. all just... He'd, he would he tried to show me how to do it i can never just get it correct i just couldn't do it i guess yeah. it's one of those things where you either can or can't um does it do i feel like it kind of got perverted by like bands like job for a cowboy and shit like in like the late 2000s yeah when i think of pig squeals now i think of like fucking uh, which i hated dude yeah uh, when like i started that type hearing of bands like job for a cowboy core type stuff shit. Uh, which it's like, not oh, all bad i just was never appropriate my culture <laughs> i was never really <laughs> i was never really into the pig squeals for some reason i don't know man like i like the music but the pig squeals like just always i don't know it just wasn't from, from like from where i come from listening to bands like last days of humanity and stuff like that and shit like i you know circle of dead children like these are bands that like yeah. i just listened for so long that it's inherently kind of like not the main focal point of their music, but it was always been a part of their music. So I'm like, I, for me, yeah. when I heard bands like that doing it, I was like, oh, fuck that shit. But it's easier for me to get into this. Like bands like Gunalax, you want to hear the perfect example of like what a vocalist can really See, do in but, this kind of style. Uh, but like, That's I it. like, I like Gunalax though, which is funny. Like I think, which, like I think they're I'm, absolutely amazing. They're fucking, they crush. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just always thought like I was more into like the guttural death metal the ridiculous well, I, low gargle kind of death metal is more that too i think yeah guttle is less pig squealy and more just like more gore grind pitch shifted right. gargle it sounds pitch shifted but the dude's just a monster on the yeah. fucking microphone who's so. that one dude uh oh man what the hell's his name i, I uh ivan the terrible is that what the fuck the dude that from, from uh I can't think of it, but he like does like an insane like low. That's like pretty awesome. And it's like, wow. Like I couldn't do that even if it was like fucking, you know, with some and, sort dude, of help. Wrong. Uh, I'm sure a lot of those deathcore dudes can do like, I've heard them do like gnarly solo vocal, you know, parts and shit like that. It's just like, I don't, it's just the music. They fucking pack it up with sucks. Yeah. But anyways, uh, another, own, another, man. 
Yeah, teach their own. But, uh, you know, back to Fattiest Rump and I am at your disposal. Another fucking track I pulled off of here is uh, You Melt the Plastic in My Underwear. True. I thought this was another standout moment in this song here. I really like the drum production, man. Dude, that fucking drum, that that bell part. Oh, I live for it, dude. The production is really fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. the drumming is really, I mean, as much as I, I get a kick out of the fucking vocals, the drumming on this album is yeah. incredible, man. I was going to ask you if it was a drum machine, but it's an actual drummer. Actual drummer, man. Nice. I mean, obviously his, his doubles are triggered and shit like that. Who cares? You know, that don't mean shit. But it's still you know, playing. The, the yeah. dude's a beast. Yeah. Fuck yeah, sure. man. Fucking bad's awesome. Dumb. I see like this, like I said, I'm not really into pig squeals and all that stuff, but like the riffs are fucking solid in this album. The whole album is, is what? Only 35 minutes long. Something like that. Yeah. It's it's quick in and out. It's quick in and out. Everything that I like, the riffs are fucking awesome. It's, you know, pretty much everything you could ask for in a modern slam band. Right. Oh, that's it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of shit. Shitty slam bands out there. Yeah. I think this is just a little bit more elevated. You know, it's a little bit smarter than, than some of like, dude, there's a lot of like, I, I, I like effort. a lot of that dumb shit too. Shit like Gore Pot and stuff. I listen to that stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, this is a little bit more elevated than that. And it, I, dude, to see like, I, I just love when there's like musicians in other countries who are just hold fucking on, hold incredible. On, hold you know, on, hold on. Hear you, it. Gore. I'll take trigger drums over program drums any day. Go say that to Will Romer's Mortician. face. Mortician. Yeah, go right. say that to Will Romer's face, motherfucker. We're, we're, right. we're diehards of go, Mortician. Go, go say that to 1993 Will Romer's face. All right? Actually, yeah. No, I don't think they had the drummer. That, no, I think we're still good. Uh, another another band that crushes without a drummer? Fucking Godflesh. I mean, dude, one of like the fucking best drummerless bands of all time, in my opinion. Legendary band, right? Everybody Hell fucking yeah. listens to Godflesh. <laughs> better, you fucking better. Uh, another. Oh wait, no, they have a drummer. I think I was gonna say Power Man Five Thousand, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sisters of Mercy. Sisters yeah, 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 well, that's, they're not like they're not a metal band, though. They're not a metal band. I know, I know. So I know. How, what? What you? How do you say this name? Fatuous. Fattiest rump. Fattiest, fattiest rump. <laughs> I am at your disposal. Available on Spotify. Available on uh, iTunes. I'm sure it's on YouTube because everybody does that now. They have an Instagram, right? Oh, yeah. They definitely have an Instagram. Uh, like I said, check them out. There you are from Taiwan. Bunch of fucking down-ass dudes. I am super into this band recently. Uh, but also, yeah, dude, the new Torture Rack just came out. That fucking album fucking rips. I was listening to this morning at the gym, dude. I am so pumped on that album. I didn't want to cover it right away. We just covered a Torture Rack album, but it's something that I would definitely like to cover. I also spoke uh, earlier about Guttural Secret. I'm pretty sure they were hinting at some new fucking music coming out soon. Um, So if you are a fan of this, what you just heard today, check out any fucking Guttural Secret music. Kulak and Gnaw Their Tongues? Never listened to either? You You ever hear them? Maybe we'll check them out. Kulak in the I don't want to say the other one because I don't know I don't know about uh, I don't know about the uh, the old Twitch 
uh, <laughs> algorithms. So I don't want to say the S word. Um, but I, I think that just about wraps it up. We've held you guys way too long this week. But, you know, when we have our buddy, Mr. E.K. Wimmer from the Laser Graves podcast, we have to fucking get it all out. E.K., where can they find you on the Internet? Uh, you can find me on my tape page at Arg the Awful or over at Laser Graves. Oh, no, and I give will give us plug, our new one. Mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your music. I, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Well, yes, that too. Oh. Music. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Check out Blood Relations. That's I'm working on a new album. Probably the first album that Grizz might like. And yep. um, I think, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do want to say, as you guys know, I I love post apocalyptic films. I've been collecting for a long time, and I finally bit the bullet and started a whole page dedicated on Instagram to my love of post-apocalyptic. So that's at renting the apocalypse. So go check it out. If you're into yep. that kind of stuff, it's, right. his, it's pretty fun, it, man. Dude, his, his fifth Instagram page. <laughs> totally. Full time. Like, oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it in our story. We'll, uh, we'll put that yeah. up there so you can go check it out. Um, no, Mul thanks, Mulder, guys. Mulder 1989. Oh shit. I finally made a live sesh. Shit. It's over. Yes, you are. You are not the only one tonight. Uh, it's always going to be nine. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Grizz and I are both on the East Coast, so that's where we will be broadcasting from. Grizz, where can they find you on Thank the you. internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video. And you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please subscribe and follow to our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash Bad Taste Video. EK, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to puke from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to hit the fucking cough switch. Yeah, this there. was fun, man. Thanks yeah. for having me on again. Yeah, I always thank you. Love You're awesome, on. Dude. You're uh, as you can see, man. Yeah. yeah, as you can see, the video chat is fucking great. Uh, Kiryu yeah. Gore, we want to have you, motherfucker, yeah. on here. Pick, pick a fucking date, brother. You're coming. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll have you on now. Um, fucking dead with my friends podcast. Uh, check him out. Um, Grizz, anything else, dude? Oh, we're you know we're gonna you know we're gonna fucking we're gonna ride the the Polonia wave a little bit for next week. We talked about Bob Dennis uh, in tonight's episode a little bit, so I figured why not you know go back to my personal favorite era of these movies a little earlier in the nineties. We're gonna cover fucking Savage Vows, directed yeah. by fucking Bob Dennis, featuring one and only uh, fucking Mark. Polonia in the yes. acting role in this movie. Yes. So uh, you're going to get into that. EK, let yeah. me know. If, let me know if you want to come on for Savage Vows. We'll have you on for a second day. In <laughs> it's a, a good one. I'm going to chime in like Grave Spitter just talking shit the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go follow Grave Spitter on Discord and tell him he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Um, yeah, Kiryu Gore, we'll fucking, we'll figure out a date. We'll have you on. You can come plug your shit, bro, because we love you. Everybody else, we will be back next week, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash bad taste video. I believe this weekend, uh, we may finally be putting up our newest, uh, I guess extra content on our Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see what it is. Going to be slightly different than what we do here, but it will be video. So it will be something different than, yeah, uh, probably in the same studio here, but we're going to have, you know, some, I got some shit. ideas brewing. Yeah. Know? Yeah. We're going to so have if some fun. If you're into wrestling, you're into skateboarding, you're into heavy metal, all the things that, you know, we, we end up fucking running down the rabbit hole on, you know, maybe even we'll talk about some fucking Bigfoots. You know, we got some things to fucking discuss, man. Yeah. So <laughs> Patreon is where you're going to find all the other bullshit, I think. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have some fun there. And we won't be going live on Twitch with those videos, so we can get away with a little bit more. We'll have to see uh, exactly what we can get away with. But, Nipples. You know. 
Uh, I, don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, only because if somebody that's under 18 watches, I don't know if we can get... Yeah, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah I don't want to get in trouble yeah. for that shit. But everybody, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time next week, twitch.tv slash video. We will be covering Savage Vows. Maybe I could pay EK to come back. I don't know. I don't think he wants to deal with us again. He has to I'll, get, I'll give you my now, notes. Dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, has to, he has to go into fucking decontamination after this now. Uh, <laughs> but check out his podcast with his lovely wife, Laser Graves. Uh, available yeah. everywhere where podcasts are found. Uh, a little bit more put together than us and a little bit more professional, I would say. But thank you for coming. We can't wait to have you back. Thank you, everybody in the chat for coming. And we will see you next week.